Dear John, Dear John, Dear John, By the time you read these lines, I'll be gone. You remember that song? It was like from a show. Anyways, uh, we're at dinner and uh, Sarah mentioned your bike tour and how it was inspiring her this year to do things, you know. She's like, John's out there. and Somehow you got brought up in the conversation. I don't know how, but um, then she mentioned that and then played a little clip with your little like waffle moment. And it was really cute. And I was like, you know, John's here. Even though you're not, you're always here in some way. You get brought up into the conversation. And so you're here, Bo. 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 2022. 2022. How did it go? Wow. Wow. I'm gonna just go ahead and drop my knee right now and give it a nice bow. And kind of like a rough tiger, how you would bow to it and be like, you know, look it in the eye and not be fearful, but absolutely reckon with the fact that it's way more powerful than you'll ever be. That's that's kind of how I feel. How I feel <laughs> this year. This year. Yeah. Holy shoots! Uh, Holy, Holy shoots! So much let go, bro. So much. Um, <laughs> yeah, you remember that whole confident download of if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. If it's not a fuck yes, it's, it's a fuck, fuck no. no. That was so clear throughout the year. But what would happen is if it's a fuck maybe, you'd just be like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. But you'd still keep it in the back of your mind. At least I did a couple of times, and uh, at least two specific times uh, what I saw was the universe the the great creator whatever um, the David Bowie from the labyrinth sometimes I see it as that character and sometimes I see it as the sorceress from He-Man like the Oracle just coming through with all the information <laughs> and uh, you know this character kind of just booted us in the butt of like hey are you gonna try and like heedle hollow on both sides you're gonna hum and hum maybe 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 it into the ground fuck that i'm making the decision for you that was kind of what i felt about you're the tiger 2022 it was a bunch of the fucking year just made the decision for you. If you were super him and Han and you couldn't make a decision what to do, the um, yeah, the great energy that is was like, I'll, I'll do, do it, it and, and here it is. is. And, and it's, it's definitive now and you don't really have a choice because I've already sent it in this direction. direction. You waited and this is it, you know? And um, yeah, 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 yeah. So much surrender to that. And um, so much surrender to that. 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 Yeah, good good lessons. That's what I feel that this year has been mostly. Lessons, a lot of let go, a lot of real deep respect and honor to the aspects of ourselves. I feel like we've been shown powerful mirrors. 
We're getting to see um, powerful mirrors. You know what I have noticed is that more and more there is a reckoning of humanity, of the collective consciousness, like the dark matter mycelium network. There's an awareness of this, more than I've ever felt. Ooh, just get a little chill on it even. Um, ooh, it's exciting because I grew up being really sensitive and I would be shocked at how people would do things and just not at all pay attention to the fact that that would hurt somebody else and I noticed this year more than ever there was so much consciousness of sensitivity so many people aware of different ways that their actions or actions of others would really affect or make people feel a certain way and then being conscious of that move not everybody, of course, uh, you know, Russia, Putin, Russia, Ukraine, Putin, um, Ukraine, um, Palestinians, uh, the Iranians, Palestinians, the, the Iranians, the, the um, Muhair Muslims, um, the China Muslims, the shit's showing I mean, there's so much unrest, bro. And that's the other thing I feel is that there is a consciousness that humanity is having where they're like, there's so many people in uh, therapy right now. And they're just like, I'm, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. struggling. And it's like, well, it's not just you. It's a reckoning of like, I'm feeling all these extra feelings, maybe because half of the fucking world is struggling today. They're nervous about their home. They're nervous where they're going to live tomorrow. They're nervous if they're going to have food for their children. There's a lot of that. And it, it's always been that way. But I feel like more and more, there's a reckoning with humanity. No matter how well you have it, you're conscious of the fact that there's people that don't. And you're aware of that. And it feels unsettled. And there's a desire to help everybody be more settled. So, yeah. I feel it's going good. It's on the oven up. I feel it's going good. 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 I feel it's going Anyways, uh, we're anyways, at dinner anyways, and uh, uh, Sarah, Sarah mentioned your bike, bike tour and how it was inspiring her this year to do things, things, you know. Sometimes you got a lot of conversation, I don't know how, but the men that played a little bit with your little stroopball moment, it's really cute. I was like, like, you know, John's here. Like, you know, John's here. That is such a wonderful thing to hear that these shenanigans are in some way inspiring. And, and from this, from this cozy, cozy, sedentary, sedentary, end of year solstice, dark, cold, dark, dark, cold, dark, cold, fire moment, I think I never want to, to <laughs> leave, leave a, a three-mile three radius, radius again. again. And I feel pressure when I hear that because I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, I got to get back out there. I'm sure once we get into January and February, I will start to feel that. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. 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 How are you doing out there? How is your end of year continuance? 
into whatever's next going. I hope it's peaceful. 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 I hope it is contemplative. Contemplative. I hope it is full of kindness, tidings of comfort and joy. Hey, guess what? I have a new album. I have a new album coming out very soon. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very excited. I'm really excited. I don't know if you're gonna like this one. I don't know. I don't know who's gonna like it. I don't know who's not gonna like it. I don't know what the vibe is. You don't really know, but I really like it. And I'll tell you that you think about, you know, who's your audience? Who's the audience for this one? There's one particular person who I don't know in real life, Barb Model on Facebook. Model on Facebook. Model on Facebook. Always comments when I play the piano and sing that she really likes that. Well, Barb, this album is for you because it is the entire album is based around live performances in the studio, two days in the studio, playing the piano, singing at the same time recording it with beautiful mics through a beautiful, big, expensive board. And that's pretty much the album. It's excessively mellow. It's pretty long. It's very ballad heavy. There are no beats. There is no guitar. There is no guitar on the album of any sort. It's live vocal, live piano recorded together in the studio, and then some choice, keyboard overdubs, and then a lot of background vocal harmonies that I did that I really, I was thinking of my voice as my, as the only, I was thinking of my voice and the text as the main instruments of this album. So that's, that was the guiding, the guiding, that was the, the, guiding, the paintbrush, the toolbox. All I had in the toolbox was my voice, my voice, piano, piano and keyboard, and keyboard based, based instruments. That was what I got to play with. It was like someone gave you a piece of paper and three colored pencils. Have at it. That's how I was thinking about it because the last one, not collaboration, but the information age was Big, just huge, this messy mess of anything and everything. And I wanted this to be different. And so that's what it is. And so that's what it is. I'm really excited about it. It comes out on January 27th. Physical manifestations, I'm pretty sure no CD, I'm pretty sure no vinyl. I'm really liking this idea of not contributing more plastic and trash, plastic plastic and and trash, trash to the world. But there will be songbooks. This is volume three of a song storybook that will have the words and the chords and a beautiful cover and the stories behind the songs. I wrote I wrote an individual little mini essay of the stories behind the songs for each song and a little introduction on the whole vibe. So that's the story song book with and the, the words, words stories and, the and the song deal. there. So the main physical manifestation will be the song books and you can buy those at the store at www.thehereafteristhere.com. So the album is called After All This Time. 
after 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 this time and and reflecting reflective thinking about all this time so the single which is out now is called Time Got Away. You can stream it everywhere you want to stream it. I chose that for the single because its very existence and the germination of its creation and its name, Time Got Away. The chorus is Time Got Away From Me So Easily. I mean, it's the, it's the whole theme, man, because that song was written in the summer of 2010. 2000 It's the oldest song on the album by far. I mean, all the other songs are new, but it's also the oldest song to ever appear on an album of anything I've made. It's like the longest amount of time between writing it and having it get on something by far, by far. When I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, I know that I recorded versions of it over the years, and I went back into old hard drives. I found like seven versions of it, and it demonstrates the themes of the album. Growth and change and transformation and different chapters and chapters ending and new chapters beginning. And, and different versions of selves and, and, and the challenge, challenge of the whole, the whole deal, deal, man. It's like it's all like contained all within, within this, this song. So if you will take this journey with me, this is how I want to introduce the album after all this time to you is through this time travel creation, creation story of the song Time Got Away and then evolution and devolution, 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 devolution and eventual phoenix re-rising from the ashes. So I know I wrote this when I was doing a cross-country road trip in my Honda Civic that at that point had like 200 20,000 miles on it, and I just spent like $3,000 on it to get it going again so that I could do this summer road trip in 2010, still lived in Los Angeles, drove it to Texas, drove it down to like Orlando. I had gigs in like Alabama and Mississippi and Orlando. Then I drove it up north and it was at a campsite over 4th of July weekend in Georgia that I wrote The Stars and Bars because every other campground at the campsite was flying a Confederate flag. And I was just chilling there with a Honda Civic with Minnesota tags at the time because I registered in Minnesota instead of California when I lived in the car to save money. And then I went further north and crossed the Mason-Dixon line and had a really glorious time in Columbus, Ohio. And somewhere along the way, I think I think in Michigan, I think camping by the Rifle River in Michigan, I think is when I wrote this song. And eventually circled back through Minnesota and then drove all the way back. God, I can't believe all that driving. All the way back across First Montana, the Dakotas, then Montana, then Idaho, then down. I know Somehow I stayed Utah, in Mesquite, Nevada or I don't know something, what, or maybe, where we were. But eventually ended up back in Los Angeles in time to play at Room 5 on August 16th, 2010. And that is when I played this song for the first time. And I played it on the piano and... Uh, 
yeah, this is, this is as fresh as it gets, still trying to figure it out. Well, the first time that I thought of her, she came to me so quietly, so calmly like a wrecking ball. Calmly like a wrecking ball, calmly to me. And the second time I saw her, she could twist around her list. She was borrowing those bracelets and giving me those eyes. Watch out for the young ones, watch out for them. that I was wearing a ridiculous cowboy hat at this show because I can see the pictures and this is the cowboy hat that my friend Bill Davis who's previously appeared on Audioids when he saw me wearing it said what is the zip code of the target where you got that hat which was a fair criticism and I know this was just kind of a wild time I was out of my mind a little bit here you know I mean I just spent two months driving a all over, I mean, thousands and thousands of miles, basically doing a circular, circumventing, circuitous route. I mean, crazy. And landed back in Los Angeles at Room 5, which was this really kind of special songwriter venue that is there. It's gone. It's no longer there. It's gone. But that is where I met a lot of songwriters. It's, it's where, where I played shows and learned how to play solo and was inspired by other songwriters and you know it's where I met a ton of people and it's gone you know these crossroads they this is here's the time theme and the space theme that was a space and there was a time when that was a crossroads of energy and inspiration and creation and this recording is from there like inside there you can feel it I remember what that felt like and now it's gone. 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 Now it's and gone. not only now is that gone. space gone, but that version of me is gone. I am no longer that person. Um, mm. Man, Man, when, when I, think I think of that, that moment, moment of, of that person that, that I was, singing, singing that, that song in that room at that piano, and... Here I am more than 12 years later. I can't even tell you how much has changed. It's an entirely different time, an entirely different chapter, an entirely different reality, outlook, perspective. 
You know, that's 2010, so let's see. 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 2016, 2017. So there are like nine really debilitating months long depressive depression, depressive episode, periods of episodic, dark depression, or deep rest, as Jim Carrey says forthcoming. And I'm sitting there singing, time got away from me so easily, having just written this, time got away from me so easily. We didn't know then. So in the past from then, It could get so bad and it could get so good over and over. And then I've got nine experiences of it getting so bad and then getting so good over and over still in my future. I guess the difference is I know that it that that can happen. This song is written in this moment of understanding that, understanding maybe for the first time the length of life. If you're lucky, if you're fortunate, how many chapters and how many evolutions you can go through. But I mean, this dude has no idea what's coming. Okay, so okay, so then two that's months in August, later in October, I record this version. must have been thinking about including this on backyards or maybe this is a maybe this is a I don't know I'm thinking about doing a folk album I don't know what's you know you never know what's going on but this is a straight up I mean I got the harmonica I'm playing the harmonica at the same time as I'm playing the guitar we're just folking it up here Bob Dylan straight up straight inspiration version so this is October of 2010 and Man, I love this version. This is kind of the purest version of the song. I mean, this is this is kind of how I play it live. This is the purest version of the song. And and it didn't end up on backyards and this version, this recording. I think I've always had a bit of a complex about guy with acoustic guitar and harmonica from there's a lot of L.A. ghosts in this song, and actually on this album. L.A. ghosts. L.A. ghosts. L.A. ghosts. LA ghosts. I mean, I spent my 20s down there, and there's a lot of conflicting messages and values, values or lack thereof, opinions. People have strong opinions down there. Everybody's kind of going for it, but what are they going for? And what is what is timeless, and what is... What is there a clock on it? You know, I think that a lot about pop music. It's like something that is pop music, which means popular, I guess. That is by definition, by By definition. Well, I was going to say by definition, not timeless, but some pop music is timeless. But some pop music sounds so of a time. And that, I guess, is beautiful too. But when I first moved out there, uh, here, this is, you know, before 9-11, I just drove out there, and I met this producer guy who saw me at an open mic or something, and he liked me, and I went to his house to record these demos. 
he was really critical of acoustic guitar and harmonica. He was like, you can't do that. Bob Dylan did that. You're a guy from Minnesota. You can't do it. It's over. You can't do it. 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 And I feel like, you know, I was 21 or something when I when he said that to me. And I still, there's still that voice in my head that says, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. I mean, I know it's ridiculous and obviously I have done it. So I am able to tell that voice to shut up and do it. But, oh man, you got to be careful what you say to people because everything you say Careful the things you say. Children will listen. And I was a child. I was a child when he said that to me. We were so young. We didn't know then. It could get so bad. And it could get so good. Over and over. Over and over. Okay, so I don't know what happens with this 2010 version, but, well, I know what happens. I go into a massive depressed period. Deep rest. Deep, deep rest. Deep rest. Deep rest. Deep rest. You should think of the word depressed as deep rest. Mm. Deep rest. Your body needs to be depressed. Mm. It needs deep rest from the character that you've been trying to play. Well, the truth is when I'm far enough away, I can't remember this. The truth is when I'm far enough away, I don't remember this at all. deep rest and I do not emerge again until the following spring 2011 and then now that's happening and then that summer in July on July 28th 2011 I record this version of the song which is interesting it's like I kind of like this version it's kind of got a neat little vibe Well, the first time that I thought of her, she came to me so quietly, so calmly like a wrecking ball. Calmly like a wrecking ball, calmly to me. So you get the idea, pretty straightforward, folky number, but keeping it a little reined in. Not so much harmonica Bob Dylan, but, you know, a little more contained. Contained. I can't remember this The truth is when I'm far enough away I can't remember this at all This is my favorite part of the song, too. It always has been. It's this moment where the line, the truth, is when I'm far enough away because it feels like 
what are you trying to do in a song? You're trying to tell the truth. I've been saying all this stuff, but what am I trying to say? If I feel like sometimes I get there and sometimes I don't. And in this one, I feel like I got there with that moment. I feel like that really is the truth. And I'm able to say it and sing it and express it. And it's always been my favorite part of the song. So, 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 so clearly I'm in like recording mode here because we've just released Backyards. Backyards is done. And I'm thinking about making a solo album because I just did the big band album. I'm thinking about doing a solo album. So this is end of July demo. And then at the beginning of August, By the first time that I thought of her She came to me so quietly So calmly like a wrecking ball Calmly like a wrecking ball Calmly to me I do like a more recorded officially with separation and everything version of that demo version. I think the demo is actually better. The guitar playing on the on this version is a, a little too hectic or I don't know, something. Time got away from me so easily running wild and free so easily The part that I like is really pretty and there's some pretty verby stuff going on. falsetto, John. That's pretty. The truth is when I'm far enough away I can't remember this And for whatever reason I never made that album or it turned into Good Goodbyes and this song wasn't part of that because it turned into an electronic thing I don't know but these recordings kind of got lost and forgotten about and meanwhile, and meanwhile, and meanwhile, my friends Anthony DaCosta and Rainer Rose and I have been doing some shows as a trio, a folk trio, a trio, a folk trio, a trio, where we play each other's songs and sing on them and harmonize. And Raina's husband Drew joins us on bass. We've got this thing going on, and at the Folk Alliance. The Folk Alliance. The Folk Alliance. Folk Alliance. Folk Alliance. Folk Alliance. We play I don't remember what happened. We played a set and then this dude, dude that we had a record label he signed a contract or something. We, we got a record deal we to went make to a sure recording. Yeah. God, such a dark time for me. Oh my God. This is the worst possible time, by the way, to be offered the opportunity to make a recording with your best friends. I mean, I just, I was not in a headspace to do this. It's sad, really, because it could have been, could have been great. But a lot of things were not on our side. Time was not on our side. 
Oh, man. I mean, the other thing is when we were out there in New York recording those demos, I think is when I went to my friend's wedding that was really brutal. And well, it wasn't brutal. It was a beautiful wedding, but I was just in a really bad headspace. And that's also when I wrote the song Friends Back East. Because I was still, you know, I've, I love so many people out there. New York is a magic. Talk about another time and another space. I moved to New York before I moved to LA. I was really young there. Oh, my friend, we were so young then. We were so young. We didn't know then. It could get so bad. It could get so good. Over and over. We went out to Brooklyn to record demos, and we were doing Time Got Away together, so we did this version of Time Got Away. The truth is when I'm far enough away, I don't remember this at all. Just real loose, live. We recorded like 30 songs in one day, so my voice is shot, but Rain and Anthony and Drew sound great on it. And the outro is real pretty. I don't want to remember it. 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 You know, straight ahead, folk, 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 folk music. Playing live, bringing you the songs, the chords, the lyrics, the harmonies. And it's great, you know, and like that, that's what it was. And God, I wish we would have made an album like that. But instead, instead, the guy with the money and the other guy with the money got a guy, a producer guy, producer guy, an, an LA, LA producer, producer guy. guy, guy. <laughs> who are these guys? You know, like who are these guys? <laughs> they're guys, man. I mean, like they're definitely guys. They, I assume there's some ladies in there, but it's usually guys. And these guys have strong opinions. Anyway, and there were a couple different guys. There was one guy. For whatever reason, these Brooklyn, guys couldn't like another make the guy, album. So they finally got this guy in LA to make the album, which I was stoked about because it meant I wouldn't have to go anywhere. I could just like be sad and depressed or in deep rest, deep rest. in LA and go record uh, a little closer to home. It didn't help that uh, my car broke down again. And I had to take the bus out there. It, it was, was rough, man. It, it was a it rough was just, time. And sometimes I think if I'd been stronger in a stronger, more confident place of clarity, because when you're down, man, when you're in like rest mode, you don't want to be active. You just want to be in rest mode. And when you're creating, like you're being called upon to produce fruit, you're like being forced out of your fallow period to produce fruit. It just sucks. It feels shitty. And it was in that state that we recorded this six song EP, I guess. Each of us had two of our songs on there. So two Anthony songs, two Raina songs, two of my songs. And I just, I really, look, Caveat, art is subjective. All art is subjective.
first time that I thought of her, she came to me so quietly, so calmly like a wrecking ball. Calmly like a wrecking ball, calmly to me. And the second time I saw her, she could I really don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. I love what it sounds like when we play our songs together. But for some reason, this dude, this like producer man, just slowly and methodically, actually not even that slowly, pretty like quickly and efficiently took it upon himself to dismantle all that was organic and good and inject horribleness <laughs> into something beautiful. It's like as efficiently and quickly as possible and then mix it and master it and slap it on and call it done and take his check and move on. Oh, my friend, we were so young, we did it. Oh my God, I try, I'm trying to be, I hate this so much. I hate it so much. I feel like it is such an affront. It, and it's, I get it, I mean, it's listen, subjective, it, man. Music, music is subjective. Okay. Music, music is subjective. Some people might hear this and think it sounds cool or produced and in a good way and it's constantly changing and that's exciting to the ear or something. But the truth is when I'm far enough away, I can't remember this. The truth is when I'm far enough away, I don't remember this at all. This moment in the song is the moment of honest confession. The whole point of this moment is you've gone through the monologue of the song to get to this moment when it's like, Confessional. It's the truth is. I mean, that's the lyric is the truth is. And to just shroud it in, it basically sounds like I'm in a submarine or something. We're in a submarine and my voice is all affected and it's just, it's just shitty. It's just the opposite of what it should be or what it is or what it needs to be. <sighs> tell me how you really feel about it, John. <sighs> yeah, tell, tell me how, how you really, really feel, feel about, about it, John. John. I mean, I just, I hate it. I was so embarrassed by this recording. I didn't want to share it. I, yeah, everybody is a product of their own experience and their lived experience. That's just how life is. This was yet another example, and I've had these multiple times now, where I get this in, was in Los a studio big situation, studio, someone some else big is deal for producer it. The product, to be the, a big well, the deal. process is horrible. It's a horrible feeling process, and the product, in my opinion, is horrible, and I don't want to share it. And that has happened over and over and over again to me. I've heard of people who go in to those situations with producers and studios and people paying for it, and it's the greatest thing ever. I mean, you know, thriller. <laughs> thriller. <laughs> thriller. Thriller. For example. Thriller. thriller. I listened thriller. to Thriller the other thriller. day. That thriller. album is unbelievable. And that wasn't Michael Jackson in his bedroom. So I don't know. And and partly, maybe even more than partly, I want to blame myself for maybe going into those situations with skepticism and with a degree of obstinance. You know, you're also talking about the life experience. So when we recorded this, I was at probably the darkest. Well, no, I mean, there's been a lot of darkness. But this was a dark, dark, dark time. For me personally. So it, it, it just, there's no way that that could have felt good. Because when you feel bad about everything, everything feels bad. 
you're not able to, the, the dawn, the, the sun rising feels bad. Seeing the sky blue outside your window feels bad. That's just how it is. So a shitty recording experience, doing what you love to do, but you're not feeling loving about it, it's a horrible feeling. And in this case, it was even more so just sad and troubling because these are some of my best friends in the world that I'm recording this with. Also just how how you would go from a folk, a folk group, group and turn it into like a Terminator 2. I, I always thought that sounds like Terminator 2, that recording. It sounds like Terminator 2. I just don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. And so, I don't know. We're gonna get him, we're gonna get back to that though. We've already talked about it. We're gonna, we're gonna record another thing and we're gonna record it our way and we're gonna record it with purity and the earnestness and the honesty that is what we, make individually and collectively and, and if people think it's boring, boring or too or folky, too folky or, or, not or not cool, cool or, whatever, or whatever people, people think, think that makes, that them, makes think them think things and have narratives about art that creates bizarre <laughs> Terminator 2 underwater submarine recordings uh, you know, so be it. Maybe, maybe only four people will like it and it'll be us and that is more important to me. It really is. I need to like it. If I like it, then I want to share it with people. And if I like it, I don't care. I honestly don't care what people think because I feel good about it. And so whatever you feel about it is fine. But if I don't like it, and I feel more annoyed by this recording now than I did then, it feels like more of an affront to what we were organically creating. It's such a bastardization of beauty and friendship. <laughs> it's just a really, really shitty, shitty, terribly produced recording. In, in my opinion. opinion. In my opinion. It's all opinion, right? It's, it's all opinion. opinion. Maybe I'm the worst judge. 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 Man, I mean, all, all that is to say, all that is to say that what are we doing here? We're just making the best art we can and leaving it on the planet and then we're going to die. And that's what's left. It's not that I'm not down for collaboration, you know, but I think that has to happen. You have to come by it honestly. You have to come by it honestly. And some people have had the good fortune of finding those collaborators and finding those teammates and finding those relationships and the magic works. And I've had that too. I mean, I have that with Anthony and Raina. I have that with Drew. Back in the day, I had it with my friend Andy on drums and percussion. I had that with Mike. I had that with, I mean, I, all those people I wrote the songs with that are on the collaboration album. These are all magic lightning bolts of elixir that bubbled forth and created this froth of ineffable beauty for a minute. But I've never had that with a producer <laughs> or like a dude with money that pays for a producer in a studio. Those ones have always been really, really bad experiences. And I'm not proud of anything that was produced in any of those arrangements. So much so I haven't shared any of it. I mean, I, you can't find it. There, in addition to this thing, there's a couple other things and I just, they don't, I don't share them. They don't, as far as I'm concerned, they don't exist because I'm not proud of them. So 
So because of that, this song gets kind of lost now. I move, I leave Los Angeles, I move to San Francisco. I've got about half of the Good Goodbyes album recorded, and I'm still kind of wanting to record more songs for it, a, a song, song or two. two. And I'm thinking about what might fit. And again, I think, oh, what about Time Got Away? I love that song. But this version, so, well, first of all, I try to do just a piano version. Time got away from me so easily Running wild and free so easily And the way I recorded this was weird. I recorded like the piano solo and then overdubbed the vocal over it. And it ends up just sounding like a demo to me, like a piano demo. This is from... When is this from? March 2013. Yeah, totally. March 2013. So I do this piano version. Then I had a gig in Reno and a gig somewhere else. This is when I still had the car. So I drove out to Reno and I got a room at the casino because that's the great thing about casinos, man. The rooms are cheap. And I set up my laptop and my recording stuff and I recorded a song called The National Anthem, which, which I think is on, I think is on the, the internet. The internet. But ended up being not on the album. And then I recorded this version of Time Got Away. Oh, friend, we were so young then. Oh, my friend, we were so young. It's like we a hybrid of. So I, I was doing. I actually, I really like the end. Listen to the end. Is really weird. Actually, and then to, the like weird Terminator Two stuff. All that electronic version. stuff. Like, uh, it's just, obviously that's. I like it more than I device, thought so that I did there. at the time. I think. So that's March 2013, and I eventually decide not to use it for good goodbyes, and it goes away. It goes away. It goes and away. That it goes is away. the end of recordings away. of it. So I really tried, man. If I wrote it in the summer of 2010, debuted it at Room 5 in LA, August 16th, demo in October that another year, demo the next another summer demo 2011, and then 2013. Time then it is eight away. years. Eight years. Sometimes I play it live. When I play it live, I play that like folk jangly version, like version two. So fast forward to fast forward, fast forward to, to the end of the end of 2021, and, and I am going in going in High Street Studios, Studios in San Francisco. San Francisco, and I'm not thinking of it as making an album. I'm thinking of it as well, honestly. 
The guy that engineered the session offered me the time. He was like, hey, you want to come in? There were training interns or something. So he's like, we can use the big room with the big sweet Neve board and all the tubes and whatever. There's a big piano there. Do you want to come in and get some free, a free day? And we can, and you can just record whatever and use whatever. And I'll have the interns there to help set up mics and stuff. I was like, oh, oh cool. cool. And it came at a good time because I was just back from three or four months of touring for the first time since the pandemic. And I was ready to make the next thing. I knew that what I was going to do was make the next thing. So, so I was, was like, like, oh, great. The, I, was I was kind of thinking, thinking of this as demos. demos. That's, That's what, what I was thinking. thinking. I'll, I'll go in there and I'll make the demos. demos but, but secretly, I think I was thinking, maybe this is the album. And right before I went in there, I either got a Facebook message or a text. Yeah, it was either an Instagram Facebook message or, or an email. Text. I don't know. From my old friend, Mike Hers in New Jersey. And he said... Hey, you know that song, Time Got Away? I was listening to that the other day. That's a really good one. You should still record that one. Or something along those lines. And this was like a week before I went in to record. And I don't even know if I practiced it. I must have practiced it a little bit because I moved it from... So it was originally in G, then it was in F, and now it's in F sharp. So I played around with the key, I guess. But it was a very fresh, fresh feeling to it. And it was one take. And that's the take that's the single, and that's the take that's on the album. So if it weren't for that message from Mike, I don't think I would have rediscovered it. I know I wouldn't have rediscovered it. Speaking of collaboration, right? I mean, there's... Yeah, I mean, wait, collaboration? I only know Mike Hers, or Mike Hers only knows me and knows my music because... I know Anthony DaCosta, and he knows my song concerning the Lincoln and Douglas debates or Love Found Lost, and he played that song in New York at Rockwood Music Hall when he was like a teenager, I think Rockwood Music Hall, and Mike Hers was in the audience and was like, whoa, that song's great, thanks Mike, and went up to Anthony and said, what was that one song? And Anthony's like, that's my friend John Elliott. So then when I'm in New York, Mike Hers comes and sees me play at Rockwood, and we meet. And so be, think about that. I mean, because of that interaction and those relations, over time and space comes, <laughs> you know, and now it's like, I was just getting really excited at that. It's like, what, what, what? A song I wrote gets on an album I make? You know, I mean, how magic is that? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's not, not magic, magic at, at all. all. Not even in the least bit magic, but for my own little relevancy, meaning in life, what's it all about? Who cares? We're all going to eventually be extinguished. Thank God. And all this will be over. And we won't have to listen to podcasts or make them or think about any of this. We don't have to, you know, I mean, it's like we won't have to wipe our butts anymore. We won't have to make food anymore or feed ourselves or clothe ourselves. It is all going to be over. And that is also a theme because that is rad. But for the meantime, here we are on the planet in this existence of suffering and joy and exhaustion and podcasts making an audioed creation and while we're here we got to give, give it, some, it meaning. some meaning we have to imbue it with something and for me i have imbued it with making music writing songs sharing them 
with the world. So for me, for my own little cottage industry here on a dying corner of a dying empire on a dying planet, that collaboration of Anthony Play My Song that Mike hears, that then leads to me, that then leads to 12 years after the fact, me feeling inspired to record that song because of something Mike said on Instagram, or maybe Facebook, or maybe private text message, or maybe email. That is meaningful across all that time and space, at least to me, and also to whoever happens to ever hear that recording and be moved by it because it wouldn't exist without all that. Late breaking audio news. Here's Vaughn Rhodes. Hey guys, how's it going out there? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Almost there. It's New Year's Eve, December 31st, and John is putting out this audio in a mere, mere minutes, mere hours. But uh, I just texted him. I said, man, if you're doing an audio compilation of Time Got Away versions and you're talking about collaboration, you got to include Anthony's cover from 2012. And so we're just going to plug in just a little bit of that here because, you know, I mean, you just got to, you got to include a comprehensive, comprehensive cataloging. Well, the first time that I saw her, she came to me so quietly, so calmly like a wrecking ball. What is collaboration, really? Is it a guy with money paying another guy with money to hire him and his fancy studio to record you in the most rushed and unpassionate way possible? Impassionate, ill-passionate way possible? Or is it organically the connections and the relationships you make and build and maintain over the course of a life? Again, this is time, the theme of time. Time and space. The themes of time and the themes of space. And the distance and the gulf between them is what this album is about. And it is called After All This Time. After, After All This Time. Over, 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 and over, and right now. and this time whatever space you are in as you listen to this. And if it's not, it'll get good again. It, it will. will. It, just, it, it will. That's just what happens. And if it's bad, it'll get good again. It'll get good again. And if it's 
good, it'll get bad again. Over and over and over. That's the deal. And so, you know what? After this review of multi-year attempts at finding that song and not quite finding it in recorded form, just going in there and playing it on the piano once because Mike said, hey, you should do this. I think it's the best version. And I don't care what anybody else thinks because I think it's the best version. So I'm happy with it and I'm happy to share it with you. And that's just how it's going to have to work for me. That's just how it's going to have to work for me. I hope you like this song. I hope it keeps you company in the bridge from 2022 to 2023. In the new year, so-called new year. I don't like the pressure of that. I like to think of it as a continuum. Just continuing. Continuing to exist. Continuing to exist.